Broken Worlds. Exalted. I think it's called just the Skeleton Keys or Skeleton Keys? I think it's just Skeleton Keys. Skeleton Keys. Skeleton Keys. I am Devin, the referee, and to my left we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Tepid Burrell. Kevin playing Poison Orchid. Alright, you two. Where did we leave off last session? Recap for the listeners. We found out... We were trying to find someone who could basically navigate the mists, although it's not what it is. Uh, and we were given a cryptic hint by the whispers that this dude can listen to, but led us to the... What is it called? The Heretic Monastery of the Rule, where we kicked a bunch of ghost zombie type things? Hungry, hungry ghosts. Hungry ghosts. We kicked their asses. Yes, you destroyed them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be delving deeper into this place to find the person or thing we are trying to find. Also, it might be like a manse, so if it is, we want to attune to it. It warrants further investigation, yes. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, then. So, you guys are at the main doors. This place is orange and red with the firelight constantly around you. The hungry ghosts have ceased their uh, resistance and are slain, quote-unquote, on the uh, charred and ashen wood at, at your feet. Your gang, your, your ghouls and ghosts and uh, specters, uh, tear through their possessions and their bodies, taking grisly trophies and monetary trophies, uh, filching them from the ghostly gauze of their belongings. <laughs> Everyone is in pretty good spirits. That was a nice, clean dust-up. Uh, are the Nephrax here? Or... I leave them at the base, usually, because good because lord, take oh, them everywhere. Oh my lord. <laughs> like I said, they're usually in like deep meditation. Until it's meditation. time. Until it's time. Yeah, well, the, the wraiths and specters you have with you are in good cheer. They have, like, you know, cups of, like, that weird uh, runny reed wine that comes from the river that they kind of somehow ferment down here. They're drinking it. Some of them have, like, death marks. So you can see, like, the, the liquid going down, like, the open parts of their throats or animals tore them out into their stomach. Some of them are actual skeletons with, like, paper-folded skin over themselves, blistered back from the heat, and you can see it, like, slosh around and peel out. They're happy and cheering you on. Hmm. Excellent. Singing your praise and singing the praise of oblivion. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face, Nicole. With an orchid, just makes a gesture of his hand to follow him into the uh, central temple. Right. What? Do you remember the image of you smuggling me in under your coat? Take refuge in. I must. (laughs) Oh no. Any other game? If we were playing a more jokey version of this, that's definitely. I I literally thought that's how the power worked. Is you disappeared into a shadow, you could go into other shadows. No, I'm just. If I'm in darkness, I'm I'm invisible. But there's fire everywhere, so there's no shadows. Mm. I mean, if you spent a power die, you could probably. I'll hide in the shadow of his mustache. Don't want to do that. Don't you? <laughs> Don't you? I think uh, because the session starts, you all get a power die. Oh. Yes. Um, I think they go with the end Up of the session, three. though. So we only have 
One. I don't think they go away at the end of the session. I'm 99% sure they do. Alright, well, I'll pause. Alright, back. No, Nicole is right. You all discard your power die at the end of the session. I discard any break die I might have accumulated. And you start the session with... One. So, yeah. And we also should have done the end of session move last time, but uh, we just ended it and it's a new day. So, we might do that this time, listeners. It is a brand new day. So yes, there are two large um, uh, oak and mahogany doors in front of you, intricately carved and designed. Uh, even the fire themselves can properly destroy them. They're merely uh, basically uh, blast reinforced from the fire, and the wood itself is very solid. Very dried out and very um, sturdy. Like It looks like it's heartwood that comes from the D-Beast, or when it was alive it did, so it's very resistant to fire. Yeah, it's it's not like you know the particle board we have that'll just catch up like tinder. So yeah, two doors are in front of you. They have intricate designs of uh, you know the seasons changing, uh, orchids, dragon, draconic imagery. It's very much this was an Eastern immaculate temple hmm. uh, or some sort of festival grounds, a place for monks to meditate, and it's just shut in front of you. I suppose I'll. Well, I'm not going to do anything. I'll have my uh, minions push it open. Uh, your gang, they all get in either side of one of the doors and like back up and they squabble amongst themselves and punch and fight and kick each other. Uh, one gets thrown out against the door and gets punched until his teeth come out and then they pick up the teeth and, and that guy puts it in his knuckles, his brass knuckles. Uh, and they all organize. I'm assuming you're going to get them under control. Yes. Okay, well, they're, they're squabbling right now. It's like, now you, you, how about you? I can't believe this. The boss wouldn't stand for this. I'll be the boss one day. One of those long, pale hands just kind of stretches out from the cloak and snaps. They all kind of jump, compose themselves. They back up in two lines and kind of stare themselves out like, uh, almost like, um, like football, almost. Mm -hmm. Like where there's a line at the front, a line at the back, but there's uh, space in between. And they all, almost on cue, start snapping their fingers and start slamming themselves up against the door. <laughs> <laughs> the mob of them that there is. You know, there's 15 of them. So just one, two, one, two, one, two, taking turns on the one door until it starts to cave inward and open. Excellent. <laughs> and yeah, you guys get on in and we enter the new action scene. Alright, the scene is your gang, your gang orchard smashes their way in and all fall over themselves and roll around in a big pile. You two enter through the door and probably step around them. <laughs> the inside of this temple is an inside garden. Like it has like a sand garden to like kind of comb and meditate on. It's very, uh, it's very like you know, it's for meditating. Um, the Where wood. Zen. Yeah, I didn't want to keep saying the word zen. I used a lot last session, <laughs> but it's very spiritual. Um, there are tapestries and uh, hanging sort of wall uh, ornamentation everywhere that are perpetually on fire and burning in ghoulish ways, casting striking dramatic shadows everywhere. Um, in the middle of the garden, which much of it has been torn up, is a large, clearly spectral, or, you know, at least made of gauze, minotaur. 
she's big, covered in fur uh, that's like tangled and and uh, must with like blood and gore. Her stomach's been opened up and bisected, um, like almost like surgically, like like her stomach was opened up like a dissection table. And uh, swords and axes and uh, like balls of spikes are pouring out as if they were her guts. Um, the fur gives way as it goes further up like the chest to the head into like thick, uh, well held together bark and um, uh, reinforced like leather mail, almost like an executioner's cowl. And the horns are capped with iron and um, uh, have been etched with sort of East-style uh, wards and whatnot against the Fae. Uh, one of her hands has been mangled and turned into a battle axe. The other one is broad and wide and has uh, shielding designs etched into the flesh and bone where the where her uh, fur has been stripped away. So you can see like bones and stuff that have etching in it. And uh, it is rampaging through here, flipping things over. It looks like it's been previously wounded. In the corner is a small, slender, slight figure um, with ocean purple, like kind of jellyfish purple skin, uh, bald, covered in skin piercings and tattoos, and uh, wearing what looks like lamellar armor, the, the kind of like segmented uh, samurai armor, uh, holding a, what looks like a diclave, like a, a, a long katana. Uh, in one hand, uh, with large, milky black eyes. Do either of you know anything about spirits? I was educated well because I'm a dragon blood from the Blessed Isle. I will let you have this then. That is a Neoma, a demon courtesan from Malpheus. A Neoma and a thing. Uh, um, a, a hungry ghost or a war specter. Do we know about any Neoma that have are in town? Uh, right now, in the heat of the moment, nothing kind of comes to mind, but we could definitely check for that okay. as we progress forward. But this is the scene. Uh, the Yoma looks like it's been injured. Um, that lamellar armor underneath the armor is um, lamellar. No, I'm not telling you to repeat. I was just melting the words. It's an interesting word. Under the lamellar armor, there's almost like a black bodysuit that seems to be covered in uh, like teeth and little nail hooks that's writhing. Uh, cover, that, that strikes in contrast to the purple smooth skin. So there's something going on with it. But it, it's injured and like in a corner and looks not great. I have a question. What? Are both of these living things? The thing with its guts pulled out into weapons that looks like it's dead? No. Okay. I was just like, that, that's a ghost of something, right? Yeah. Okay. The Neoma is not a ghost. It's a spirit, but it's not a ghost. Wait, a spirit instead of a demon? Demons are spirits. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. That, that confused me for a minute there. <laughs> Is it possible to summon those in the inner world? Like, yeah. Huh. Just, okay. you know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Yeah, the die weapon, the, the, the large kind of long katana. Sephiroth style long instead of broad. Uh, looks like it's made of more The The anathema metal. The treasures of the uh, the treasures of the prideful heretic kings that ruled the world before. I... The Minotauress sees you guys. So this is the scene I've introduced to you. 
like the when she sees us, does she look like she's gonna attack us? Yes. Okay. There so, is there is there is death in its eyes. Okay, because so I was like, I, I was really unclear about who we should be siding with here. So I was like, there, there's just a fight going on, and I don't know any of these people. It's like, okay, fight, I guess. Orchid, you being a messiah of the dead, uh, understand that this is a rabid war ghost that's gone spectral. It only hears oblivion in its heart. Hmm. It must be rendered back into nothing. Or smelt it. One, one of your, your guys uh, speaks up. He has hammers for hands that have, like, nails creeping out of the hammerheads to make manipulators. Or made into tools, my lord. Things we need. What do you two do? I'm going to get gesture at my gang. Retrieve the woman. Your gang uh, looks at the... And the Naomi, it's like... Mm, uh, I, I step forward to uh, start facing the uh, Minotaur. Ah, to distract it. Also... Okay, because to be clear, the Minotaur is a woman. Yes. And I don't know if the Naomi is. So you're like, retrieve the woman, they're like... They're pretty effeminate, though, usually, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't... Your gang doesn't know that, though. Because mm. your gang's like, retrieve the woman, and they're like, you mean you mean the, the dairy cow? <laughs> the murderous, murderous dairy cow? <laughs> so, like, like a non, a non-significant amount of your gang members who are, like, you know, all... They're not dumb, but they're kind of simple because they're your cult gang. Mm-hmm. They worship you and idolize you and try not to question you, even though they really like having things. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the, the, the Minotaur. Uh, <laughs> Orchid sighs and just kind of gestures over at the uh, Neoma. Get the freak! Get the freak! 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 <laughs> they all start scurrying over to it. So, uh, what is your objective here? Uh, to at least distract this thing long enough to uh, retrieve the Neoma. Possibly kill this. Okay. And also, I think I'm using the move where you impress your game by... Uh, that's our boss, I think it's called? Or is that an advanced move? Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, that is an advanced move. Oh. Alright, well, let's uh, pause for a second. Okay. Alright, so um, it sounds like from your description, you're trying to draw the Minotaur War Spectre away from uh, focusing on anyone but you and trying to keep away from it and away it and focus it on you, mm-hmm. uh, which we have talked about and decided it's going to be an overcome move. Uh, overcome, which will be a plus heat roll to, you know, do something daring or attempt a disaster. Mm-hmm. So that's a ten. Ten plus? Oh, good. That means nothing bad happens to yeah. you. <laughs> and that's also making an example for my gang. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely an example for your gang. You walked up to this thing and on your own with your gang around you and and brought it up. So, yeah, um, the, the War Spectre, like, locks eyes with you and kind of ignores everyone else and starts charging and getting, like, like worked up to focus in on you. Hmm. Orchid kind of opens his mouth way more than a human possibly should <laughs> and lets out this inhuman bellow and spits basically flecks of acidic poison to the, to the floor as he, like, starts 
you know, dashing back. Yeah, your gang sees this and are just on, so you get bonus boss. Excellent. Boss, the currency of your playbook. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're like seeing this in the shadow and the dramatic lighting of the fire in here. And uh, yeah, while you're doing that, they're going to swarm over to the Neoma and sort of swarm onto it, clap, like, you know, combat cloud style, and just kind of sweep it away. Mm. Excellent. Alright. So, Burile. I'm not fucking Vedic Burile. <laughs> Burile. Just say the word. Burile. Burile. Queen Beryl. <laughs> There's three different pronunciations at play, and you chose the hardest one. I chose a very easy to say name. Burrell. Devon. Burrell, what are you doing? I'm going to climb up to the ceiling and then jump down onto the Minotaur's fucking head. Um, and what are you doing with that? Like, what is the goal here? Are you trying to distract you it or can't fight, right? I can fight ish. As well as, you know, any other splat can. I do less damage, but Oh wait, it's not a group, so I do the plus two. No, no, like you can get your Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it is a, yeah, the, the Minotaur is not a group. But you are a group is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just you and I'm like Oh, buddy, what are you, what are you doing? You're <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, if we're gonna have other people fighting as well, um, it not attacking is kind of more valuable than me doing damage to it right now. So I think I'm just gonna use that uh, same move I used last time, the uh, Moscow technique. So I'm gonna do an agility move. Okay, so you're jumping on it to like try to knock it out or like distract it or yeah, I'm gonna try to knock it to the floor basically. All right, so you're jumping on it to kind of bring it down. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, uh, do an agility move. Ooh. Uh, so, four, five, six. I fail. Okay, so I know exactly what move I'll respond with. A break move. So, you drop down on the back of the uh, Minotaurus Spectre War Ghost uh, and try to, you know, confuse it and maybe drive it down by the horns to, like, bring it, you know, reeling onto its, into a stagger. And uh, you just like kick onto its face and like hold onto it, and it doesn't go down. It's very, she's very sturdy, and sees you and starts shaking you off. And uh, with with the uh, maul hand, starts punching into her guts uh, and working up like a blood rage. In response, she activates uh, a break move she has called Berserk, which gives her the unstoppable tag, which means she can't be knocked about, thrown to their feet, reeled, or stunned. Okay, that's a that's a good move. That's a good consequence. <laughs> so yeah, uh, stomping, cracking the floor underneath, uh, spitting blood out of its nostrils, like just clouds of like misted like gore. All right. Orchid. Okay, so that's not good. Um... No, it does more damage now. It did damage being huge, and now it does more. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to do a Reach Heaven Through Violence roll. Well, what do you... So, so the way it works is you kind of like... Oh, okay, I narrate it first. All right. Yeah, we figure out what happening first, then we sign the move. Like, we know we're going to hit Reach Heaven Through Violence, but it's more... I get you, yeah. yeah. All right. It's something we all have to pick up on. 
Sorkin kind of kneels down and kind of tilts his uh, huge jug onto its side. That, from which, that giant crystal pitcher? Yeah. From which a bunch of like childlike shadows crawl out and soar, soar along the ground and up the up the Minotaur and kind of point out various weak points on it to uh, the to the gang. Oh, nice! So is that going to be acuity or is that going to be like reach heaven through violence? Like is the gang getting a bonus from, is the gang getting a better t- chance of hurting it? I'm going to do acuity this round, yes. Nice! Alright. So yeah, acuity is a move that lets you uh, make it easier to hurt something like this. Eleven and acuity is mental, so twelve. Nice. All right. So. So three hold. All right. You have three hold on it, which is. I'm just gonna. Oh yeah, those creepy shadow children are swarming over it. It's batting at them and getting kind of distracted and like smashing around, knocking over um, you know trees, kicking through some of the floor, uh, you know, hurling bits from its stomach at the walls. Uh, and those childs are like highlighting all of its like all the parts of it that are vulnerable or like have spiritual resonance with your weaponry. Hmm. Feral. What? Burrell. Burrell. Yes. God. I wish I picked a different name now. Um. So am I still on it? Do you want to still be on it? Kind of, yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to then uh, take my flying guillotine and uh, basically jump off it and wrap the chain around its throat so it comes out across and whips it in the face. Perfect, yeah. Straightforward. So, reach out with your vials. Six, seven, eight. Um, I think nine, ten. One moment. Let me double check if I get to use my... Sure, I will also. Okay, so we looked it up, and because it's a precise weapon, you get to use your reflex. Uh, is it reflex? Yes, reflex instead of body. Yeah, so you got a 10 plus on this roll, which means you not only do your damage as normal, you also get to do your weapon flourish. And since it's a flying blade, that's crippling. Yes. Um, so it does two damage, or unless it has armor or whatever. And it has the crippling flourish. Uh, so for crippling, it means that um, it's the, basically the NPC is going to be inhibited. So I threw the thing around at their face, basically. So I'm going to say that it like cut their eyes or whatever, so that their vision is fucked. Nice. Yeah, flying Yindi swings around and slams into its eyeballs and blinds it. Yes. <laughs> Again, raging and swinging and mad. Uh, so because it's huge, it takes one less damage from all sources against non-huge people. So it only took a single wound. Okay, I'm going to activate one of my holds then uh, to increase damage source. Uh, increase a single source of damage against your target by one. Oh, hey, that's perfect. Uh, in that case, it's response because it's like, there's a lot going on mm-hmm. here. Um, I think then what it would do is it would use its one armor to not take any of that. Okay. Now, I will point out, because this is your first time with the cutie, um, you can also spend a hole to give her tag AP. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of that. I didn't realize I was going to use armor. Well, so. you can use both. Oh, I thought you can only use one per turn. Is it? Maybe. 
spend your hold one for one to gain one of the. No, no, I guess yeah. not. You just pile it on. So yeah, they uh, those ghost children like grab the armor where uh, the the uh, guillotine's gonna hit and just peel it back. All right, strike. so so the armor's still there, and instead of taking one, it took two, so it's down to one wound. An exchange forgot, of things happened. I Very forgot good. how few hit points people have in this game. Mm. So I was like, this is going to take forever with how low damage we do. And then, oh, combat's quick. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, combat's quick. Can you imagine? Fucking exalted. <laughs> this isn't the place for it. This isn't the time. <laughs> so yes, um, it is crippled, which means it loses effective use of their eyes. Um, so yeah, I can't see you. It's going to have a doozy of a time targeting you guys. Yes. Yes. It's, oh, it's mean, gangly and moving around and, and can't quite reach you. Yeah, and I'm also going to say that I, when I, after it dismount? hits it, yeah, I dismount. <laughs> Otherwise, what was the point in blinding it? So I'm going to jump back up onto the ceiling. Ah, spider style. Yes, spider style. Do you have, is that what it's called, spider style? I'm, I'm, I'm part of the spider school. Yeah, spider Which style. Of Shadow Arts. Yeah, spider <laughs> yeah. style. Okay, uh, so we come back to Orchid. Okay, so it has... I think you have a hole left, don't you? I do. Oh my god. Nice. Let me throw another AP on there. Or, don't, don't listen to me, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Poison Orchid is going to run forward with that jug, letting out another inhuman bow- uh, howl, and just smack it under the chin with the uh, jug. Oh my lord. Alright, straightforward. Reach heaven through violence. Four. Where the fuck did it go? Which the die is it? Is it yellow? Because it's right there. I know, it's the blue one. Oh, um. It actually vanished. Oh, there it is. Among the garbage we have on the table. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Seven. So it's a miss. No, seven hits. No, seven's a total it's just, hit. Uh, you exchange blows. It's oh, a, It's the lowest number that is a hit. Oh, oh you okay. got a six. <laughs> Bad thing. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I smack under the, under the chin and activate um, AP. Alright, so it can't spend armor and it will most assuredly uh, be uh, surmounted. I have a question. Do you spend the thing to make it armor-piercing before or after it spends to activate armor? Whatever Because works. it matters. Because if it's afterwards, then this bitch has spent its armor. No, you cannot spend armor against an AP move. Mm-hmm. So if the move's AP, oh. armor's not being spent. Okay, yeah. I see. I see. I misunderstood how yeah. that worked. It's going to have armor when it dies, which is yeah. happening. Uh, but it gets to attack, or it doesn't get to attack, but its, it's attack quality goes off. Mm-hmm. Which is an area, huge, forceful, unstoppable attack against everyone in the combat. Jesus. <laughs> How big is everyone in the combat? It's you. Oh. Murphy, it's you. I was hoping someone would steal me. But that doesn't happen because... No, it does happen. Oh, fuck. That's the consequence of the fight. Hmm. Okay. Oh, no. So, uh, let me see here. Oh, and it's raging, so... It's huge, and you're you're a mob, right? So you take minus one. Uh, I'm not currently a mob, though. I was fighting alone. Your mob's around. Okay. You're you're a mob. Your guys are around because you even made the goons there, so your guys can point out the targets. Mm. You even have babies on it right now. You're clearly a mob. Okay. Fair enough. Babies. Uh, I just need to check something real quick about the group tech. 
All right, so because it's area, you don't get your group defense. Mm -hmm. And because it's berserking and an area and huge, it's throwing four harm out at all of you guys. I have one armor. I have no armor. No, it is not armor piercing. Okay. How much health do you have? I have three wounds. Oh, no. That's okay, there's rules for dying. Uh. (laughs) It's okay. It's not as bad. It's actually very hard to kill you. Okay. I thought you meant that like I would come back as a ghost. I'm like, yeah, but then I'm into my powers because I'm not a dragon. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the Minotaur War Specter, um, as you're running up to it and it's enraged and blind and and just snorting clouds of blood and fire, <laughs> like blood turning into like conflagrated, you know, smoke and ash, uh, starts swinging its club around wildly. And uh, as it's been, like, wounded and, you know, damaged by all you guys going after it, like, it's, and the previous fight, like, its arm unhitches from its flesh and bone and sinew and stretches out, and it just swings at everyone. Orchid, Burrell, uh, your mooks, you all take four harm. Okay, I'm going to activate my one piece of armor to stop that. All right. I don't know how that qualifies for my... It's fine, it's fine. You're thinking about it too yeah. much. Right. You're fucking thinking about it way too much, man. So yeah, your armor's gone, so you only take one wound. Hmm. And Burrell, Burrell, right? Burrell. You take four. Yes, I, uh... You draw, you draw. Which is fine, there's stuff for that. We have three. It's fine, there's stuff for that. You need to get off. <laughs> um, but yeah, many, many, many ghosts uh, and specters are just gone. Like, they're just thrown apart and eviscerated into dust or thrown into the fire or staked against the many bone spurs on the wall. It's a tableau. And as this is happening and you're, like, you know, you're hit and brought on its arm, I guess what? You run up with your jug and just murder town? Yep. Now you bring that jug down and cave in it all of its skulls. The Colossus falls to its knees and uh, stops moving and writhing. Yes, you <laughs> you are on the ceiling, and then you are on the ground. <laughs> All right. So I'll just... All right, listeners, we're going to take a brief segue away from uh, the, the results of the fight to uh, uh, Beryl. There's three different ways to pronounce it. you got to help me out here. It's Beryl. Beryl. I am helping you. I've said it every time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me have fun for me. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> you picked a name that has three different pronunciations. No. The Jam, the Vedic from DS9, the actual intended one. All right, so, Nicole, or Barrel, you've been reduced to zero wounds. You roll plus breath. Okay, I think I have zero for that, but let me double mm. check. I think I might have one. You can also use power die. You also take a minus one penalty to the roll. Oh no, wait, to the next one. So this one's just at zero. Okay, so I don't have any breath. So it is 2d6? Yup. And what about power die were we talking about here? Um, if you spend a power die, you roll 3d6 and pick the best. And I'm assuming I have to do it before I roll? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to die. What happens if I fail this roll? You don't die. There's like an entire other roll that could happen. So is it worth it or not? Oh, just make a power die. It's fine. Okay. 
Alright, and I'm 10. Alright, hey, 10 plus. You heal one wound and recover. Yay! You're fine. Now, had you got 7 to 9, uh, there's a list, and either I choose one or you choose two from it. Uh, and it's you take major damage and you're out of the fight for the rest of the fight. Uh, and your, all your rolls are broken for the, until you rest. The other one is you lose a chunk of your body, such as a finger, tooth, or earlobe, or a limb, or your armor or weapon are just gone, or you get like a wicked scar. And if you miss that roll, you either get choose to die right away or do a defy fate move. Defy fate is a whole other roll. Okay. It's actually pretty hard to kill you guys. So I'm at um, one. two wounds right now, right? Because I healed one. Yeah. So you're at one, because you're at zero before. And zero plus one is one. Okay. Right. The max wounds is three. Okay, you were at zero. Now you're at one because you gained one wound. Yeah. Wounds is literally health, so you start at three and go down. Okay. I don't understand where you might not, where the confusion's coming from. I thought three was the max you could take before you died. I didn't realize it was HP where it goes down from there. I was thinking of the other way around. Okay. Where, like, you know. You get one wound, you get two wounds, you get three wounds, no, you get No, no, when you take harm or damage, it goes, it subtracts from your wounds. Yeah, I was thinking way backwards, so. Oh, okay. One, okay. You're at one right now. That's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hit points. <laughs> okay. We then move to, like, you, through the haze of the fight and the ringing in your ear and the screaming and, like, the, just the shredded spirits and tangled, unwoven, un, uh, like a, like a clothing being pulled at the thread, spools of gauze all around you. Uh, you get up, and there's Orchid. Uh, that jug in hand, having caved in just all of that Minotaurus's head. There's like a black ichor and that kind of runny rainwater that permeates the city, just oozing out of the, uh, the body of the, the specter. Orchid grabs it by the back of its head and kind of breathes in its own last breath. Jesus. People are turning towards you. It's like, oh, you're up. I was worried. Yeah. You are well? I'm not dead. I am relieved. <sighs> so, now what? I believe we should brush off and perhaps retreat until we can interrogate the the woman. I have to recoup my losses. Yes, we should definitely figure out what is going on here and not continue on right now. How do you get your HP back? It happens over time. Yeah, it's not even hard. I'm just going to pause. Okay, listeners, we're back, and we're just going to take a brief segue to talk about stamina. The thing I'm sure at least some of you who play Broken Worlds have been screaming until your lungs are covered, are hoarse with rage at us as we're going through the uh, two fights we've done so far. <laughs> right. Blood pooling in the bottom of your lungs as a sort of self-inflicted uh, whooping cough. <laughs> or what's the word? What's that famous thing that rich people got that they cough blood into a handkerchief? Tuberculosis? Yes! A self-inflicted tuber tuberculosis. 
So stamina is in the book. It's it's not hidden and it's not like it's not really out of the way. It just doesn't have its own heading like a lot of other things does. It's kind of folded into healing in a few other areas and it's mentioned a bunch to its event, like to be fair to it. And every playbook tells you you get three plus breath stamina. Stamina is basically health that regenerates really quickly. When you lose it, you, you know, there's different effects in the game that play around with it. You can spend it first, and then after you spend your stamina, you have to spend for wounds. So characters do not have three wounds and are the squishiest things in the universe. Most characters have three, two, what, what does stats go up to max? Three? I think so, plus three. So anywhere from three to six stamina and then three wounds. So plus two. Plus two, okay. So yeah. I'm starting anyways. I don't know if it can go up after. Anywhere from five to eight hit points plus armor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we didn't realize stamina existed. Um, you know, hey, that's what happens when it's just your first time through. I'm sure there's other things we're missing. <laughs> so that was less of a brutal ending. Yeah, than I, I, I originally didn't, was. I, I didn't actually almost die. I only actually took one wound. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, you have stamina, so you can just spend armor and one stamina, and like not even any of your gangs hurt. Hmm. And Nicole, of course, didn't spend her power die for that, um, you know, um, what, what's it called, that roll I made you make? Did I give it a name? I don't think you told me what its name was. Oh. It wasn't Defy Not fate. Die. Shattered. Shattered. <laughs> it's a shattered roll, which you didn't have to make. Uh, so I fine. get my power die. You do. <laughs> uh, yeah, listeners. So, yeah. Stamina is a thing. Keep an eye out for it. Again, it's not hidden. If you were diligent listeners, like I wasn't, and read the book from the top down recently before running, you will have probably you will probably catch it. I just it's been a long time since I've read the book cover to cover, and it just it slipped completely out of my mind. Mm. Yeah, you get breath plus uh, three, so you know breath is fairly important to being a uh, fairly sturdy ca- sturdy character. Yes, and uh, what do they call them? Respites. Uh, I think they recover health fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, that is that, listeners. And we'll just switch back to the fiction with that not being as uh, brutal as we first thought. And we're back. So yes, um, Beryl... Burrell. It's it's hard, man. Burrell. And you even have a pronunciation key up. For me... Uh, Burrell is not nearly as interesting as we thought. Your dudes are totally not that messed up. They're faking it. <laughs> uh, but that thing is dead. And you, you drink its breath like the vampire of like the vampire of joy you are. <laughs> Fun at parties. <clears throat> All right. And in that case, I don't think we need to beat a retreat here. So. No, you're fine. Everything's fine. The your, your guys' uh, equipment and armor is like banged up and stuff. The weapons they used to parry are you know kind of splintered. They'll need some time to give some TLC to it. Mm. But in the stark uh, shadows and echoes of light that reverberate through this hall from fire essence just running rampant, uh, you guys are just here. You can feel the 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 air just peaked with um, geomantic kind of breath. The truest sign of a man's. Yeah. Spiritual energy has pooled here. Hmm. 
a domain a domain of breath and essence and spiritual energy uh, has formed and someone capped it with a with a sorcerer's tower. That's right. So yeah, let's go talk to the Neoma. Hmm. I guess I knew it was the Neoma, and you didn't. I'm afraid not. That was not a character that oh. part, but it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I was like, yeah, let's, like, why do you just keep calling it the woman? It's like, it's, it's demon, it's a Neoma, it's like, oh yeah, I knew that. You didn't know that. <laughs> strange purple woman. <laughs> Yes, we'll go approach her. Okay. All right. So, um, the the demon um, is resting up against a wall. It looks like it was much more injured than you were uh, in its fight with the uh, the the, spe- the war specter. Um, yeah, its armor's still writhing, but it's kind of contracting and dilating with those teeth, like those little sticking out teeth and hooks, uh, almost like breathing, uh, that's going asymmetrically to the Neoma's breathing pattern. Um, hmm, how worldly were either of you before coming here? Like, have, did you guys spend any time in the West at all? West was... is Waterworld, yeah? Yeah. Probably not, um, because it has mostly water there i was like a scavenger lands the threshold yeah it was probably more like that place i was um dungeon delving i don't know what that's adventure called. Archaeology, archaeology or whatever you want to call it and also like, in, in, spine in, itself. in the realm it's that period of time where you kind of take your leave or take your mm. kind of world tour it's considered adventuring by many yeah i did that and also you know spying and stuff a bit but i probably wouldn't have gone to the west and uh my character was a prince from that Thousand Kingdoms area. He was specifically from the opposite of the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Neoma has a slender look, uh, a lot of angular kind of features, like kind of a subtle squared jaw, uh, eye sockets that are more pronounced. Um, its limbs look like they're ropey and wiry, like there's sinew and uh, muscle threading moving through them, kind of almost like. Um, not like a tree, but like a braided kind of ship rope cord, like under tension. Uh, and yeah, it carries itself with a, with a, I don't want to say a warrior stance, but with a stance of someone who knows murder. Which, you being having some sort of basic knowledge of demonology or Malfian nature, not what you'd expect from the super famous and super common demon courtesans of the Brass Kingdom. Yeah. yeah it has um, a six-fingered hand uh, clutched around that uh, or that Orichalcum Diaclave. Can you move? Covered in piercings and stuff. Black eyes. One of the eyes looks like it's been tattooed. Like someone put a tattoo needle right onto no! the eyeball. <laughs> You, uh, did a number on that thing. It was simply no match for us. You seem to have done your own your own damage to it. So it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I held my own. Fair. 
you. When it talks, its tongue has been like knife split into like three lashes, which people do in real life. Gross. They, it, you eventually get independence of them. Yeah. Yeah, the, the teeth have been filed in, not into fangs, but into like different alternating uh, um, summits and slopes. So like one's going left, one's going right. Like it's all very intricate. It almost looks like a stained glass window when it closes and opens its jaw. So what are you doing here? <sighs> Tomb raiding. That's uh, that makes sense. I didn't come alone. Came with a raiding party. Gestures to uh, one of the the low hanging. Um, Swinging uh, roof supports with a bunch of things crucified on it. Ghosts. <laughs> then I suppose the spoils are mostly yours. Such a generosity doesn't come free. Answers would suffice for now. I'm looking interested in this change of uh, events. So we save his life, and you're like, oh yeah, and you get the treasure. It's like, wh- where are you going with this? <laughs> I mean, we're on top of a manse. That's the real treasure here. Whereas it's kind of inconsequential-ish. All right. Spin me a tail, Exalt. Let's see what I can uh, match. Let's see if I can match it with truth. We seek someone who can path the underworld, take people where they need to go, ferry them about. And why'd you come here? The voices of the labyrinth speak to me. Oh. (laughs) The maker. Oh, my. And they appear to have led us to you. All right. Fair. I can meet that. My uh, companion or pet or consort knows the way. Did they survive the battle? Are they here? Yeah, mostly. Uh, the Neoma kind of pulls off the lamellar armor and the black kind of writhing teeth and nail suit kind of starts shifting around off of uh, its body and kind of unravels, almost like pulling like cheese wax off of cheese and just kind of starts pooling on the ground in the shape of uh, what looks like a mix between a bloated and fat crow uh, and a cat with too many legs and not enough wings. Like it shouldn't exist. Like a cat with too many legs and not enough wings. Well, it's part crow. (laughs) Oh. That, That explains it, yes. A blackbird. Right. Like the high food. Prophecy. prophecy. Right, 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 right. I was like, wow, am I missing something? It like crawls up the uh, Neoma onto uh, his arm. Like, you got you got a feeling the way it's uh, talking and the way it looks once it starts like removing armor and stuff and like holding itself and the way it refers to itself when it talks to the pet. It's clearly male. Mm. Anyway, it perches on, uh, it, the, the, the monster perches on the Neoma's arm. This is, uh, this is my companion, Crowswam. It's a paranel. It's the word your people give it. What's that mean? 
living armor team. Oh, okay. Again, super popular in the realm. Okay. There's like four demons that are popular in the realm. Blood Ape, Neoma, Paranel, Hoppy Puppeteer, and number five, Demon Bottle Bug. It's like a ghost dude. They swim in your stomach like flesh is water and drink any poison that you uh, drink. Does that mean you can't get drunk? Yeah. yeah they're a nuisance. But <laughs> they're a blessing, but also a curse. Good for uh, dealing with assassinations, I guess. You just drink a bunch of poison. <laughs> Impress your friends. <laughs> yeah. Impress your friends. Kill your enemies in a drinking contest. They're also vaguely surgeons, too. Like they, they'll do like stitch-up work inside of you. They want to keep you alive. Hmm. They're your friend. And this is able to navigate the underworld? It makes a sound that's supposed to be a crow sound, but when it opens its beak, all you hear are like that weird shrill kitten noise cats make. Just kind of multiplied. Yeah, he knows the way. There are people that we wish to vacate from the mountains. If you could lead them out, we would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, we found a secret path that we can fit through and open the gate to. It'll lead them to a different part of the underworld. I guess we'd need to know where it was headed, though. Or if they could get to their place from there. It leads to the great city, Stygia. And from there, likely anywhere. Yeah, lots of quarters there. That's how I found my way here. Excellent. <clears throat> All right. Where do you, uh, where do you stay? I have a manor down in the city. You are welcome to rest there. I'll, uh, I'll go back to where I live and I'll, uh, touch in. You know, keep in touch, touch base. Very well. Uh, we'll figure it out from there, then. But you don't have these people here with you now, it's not gestures to the swarm. No, they are not welcome within the bounds of the city. For now. Okay. Nua puts out his hand to shake, because you're a, you know, exults. Hmm. Tap it, Burrell. Absolute bastard. Poison orchid. Absolute bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I shook his hand and said that, uh, I... I think my character probably like paused for a second. Is like, is he calling me a bastard? And I was like, oh wait, no, that's his name apparently. <laughs> like, should I be a fan? No, okay. Plus, <laughs> well, when I shake, it's basically my entire hand encompassing oh, yeah, theirs. It's real creepy. <clears throat> if you two were from the West, you would know the law of the tattoos uh, Absolute Bastard has on him are Lintha Reaver markings. Oh, wow. Huh. Which is extra weird for a dude. There's so many things conflicting about Absolute Bastard. There's a lot of there's a lot of subversions going on here. I would seem. Hmm. Anyway, he wraps the uh, the dieclave in the wrapping cloth that's just kind of strewn around here. That looks like it's clearly made for it, and holsters it along its back. Uh, the Paranel reforms into armor. The Lamar goes back on, and uh, Absolute Bastard leaves. Hmm. Then stops. He comes back in. Wait, I was here for things. <laughs> I thought he was going to leave, and I was like, okay, cool. We didn't have to even give him any treasure that we find, I guess. Specific things, or simply... Uh, I'd actually already found it. Really? Yeah, it's just 
he goes over and like pulls out a, uh, a sort of wrapped cloth. Um, it's a wrapped cloth bundle. What's in there? Iron. Bastard unwraps it uh, and uh, kind of covered in silk and like rope is a fishing rod. It's made of uh, reeds. It's bolstered with what looks like white jade. And the hook on the bottom uh, is made of brass that moves and twitches. The line itself looks like it's cords of uh, silk. Interesting. What does it do on the apparently fish? There's a there's a fellow in the uh, in the quicklands that needs it, and they're willing to trade a high price for it. Why do they need a fancy fishing rod so bad? There's a fish in a pond on top of a mountain that you can only uh, reach during the solstice. If you fish in it and catch it, you can pull up the soul of the mountain and uh, gut it. And apparently, it's a very appeasing meal. Hmm. They say the cloud people will come down and treat with you if you serve it up on uh, Solstice Day. Some wayward people try to catch uh, brides or husbands this way, entice them with their cooking skills. Huh. Interesting. Very mm. specific. It's a big world. In exchange, I get a certain calendar I need. Hmm. A calendar? You tell tracks a certain uh, series of dates recorded in the halls of the Heavenly City. Movements of a prey I've been hunting. You sound like you have quite the journey ahead of you, then. I know some people. I can get it in and out of here fast and easy enough. That sounds like such a annoying quest to have been given in game. It's like, you have to get this thing to do this thing, and to get that thing, you have to get this thing to do this. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> It'll be worth it. The payoff will be great, and I have time. Hmm. Well, I think we hold no reason to deny you this whatsoever, so... Unless it's someone I care about. Is, are they tepid? <laughs> no. There we go, then. I'll chase him. I'll never stop. It's the ultimate prey. Round the threshold in the halls of heaven, round the dying pits of oblivion, to the last heart flame of a sigh and soul before I give him up. Who is this lucky prey? The sun. Well, now you have my interest. It's a story for a different time. We'll, uh, we'll talk later. We will. Just, just, just go kill the sun. What? I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> nothing could go wrong. I'm sure there's a zenith out there who will gladly take his place. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Zeal. Or whatever it's called. The, the, the dawn breaks or whatever. There's a charm you can take to make yourself the sun if the sun dies. It's stupid. Dies an unfortunate accident. He dies in an unfortunately written cutscene. <laughs> Absolute bastard departs with his prize. Leaving the rest of this area for us to explore. Yes. I think 
that bombastic fight and, and little interaction is good enough for the session. Yeah, I think so too. All right, I'm going to give a brief pause. So we have reached the end of the session. When we reach the end of the session, all players in GM discard their power break dice. You mark experience, and you can mark experience for last time too. Okay. And then we ask the following three questions as a group. Did we fail in some regard? We let it get off that last hit. I don't know if that's a failure so much as just a effect of the combat system. Nobody really died. that's a failure. Yeah, nothing bad really happened. No, we just succeeded the whole way. The whole session was basically a combat, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was like, a, like an action set piece. Mm -hmm. Alright. Did we expose ourselves to danger, cost, or retribution through our actions? Most definitely. Mark experience. Okay. And the last Wait, one... Are we just entering for this session, then? Yeah, right, right now. And the last one, did we progress our story in a meaningful way? Most definitely. Mark experience again. So that's three. And four altogether from last time, which we just didn't do. It's mm -hmm. not important. So four experience in total. Cool. Yep, and there's like a thing where you eventually will level. So we'll take a look at that. But I think that is the end of the session. You have found your guide through the lands of the dead. A living symbiotic demon suit of armor attached to another demon who, uh, who, who's a big weirdo. <laughs> yes. A crazy or diaclave wielding Lintha Reaver Neoma who is a hunting the most dangerous game. So, I think we'll wrap it there. I was Devin. Nicole. Kevin. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.